Hello everyone, and this time for our 12th Digimon Adventure novel reading, we'll be reading Chapter 3, Part 6 of Book 1. Now, as I said, I'm going to try to make these a little bit more regular, since we've had a bit of a break between the previous episode and the one before it, so hopefully this can come out roughly once every fortnight or so, because that's a nice little schedule that I've got in the release schedule, so we'll just go by that. But uh, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this reading, and I hope that you continue to enjoy it, if that makes sense. Alright, on with the show! Part 6. Perfect Level Evolution, Metal Greymon. The fight kept getting worse. Still watching the situation from under their yellow sheet, Yamato and the others grew agitated at being unable to come up with a plan. Edamon's army already suffered a lot of casualties, so much so that those who were still alive were unable to move closer to the pyramid unless they stepped on the corpses. Jeez, that's dark. Meanwhile, some of the tiles had fallen off the pyramid surface, while a few of the laser cannons were destroyed. Just what the hell can we do? Yamato said, slamming a frustrated fist into the sand. Even Koshiro couldn't bring himself to persuade them to wait just a little longer, not in a situation like this. He was almost ready to give up and say that it was no use waiting. Joe and Mimi felt the same. Confined inside his one room in the pyramid, Nanamon finally got access to the Wall of Fire system. He was so happy that he even gave a little cry of, All right. What's all right? What did you do? Sora asked, but Nanamon didn't bother to answer. That was because gaining access to the system wasn't the end of it. He now needed to gain control of the fire that made up the Wall of Fire. Hehehe, <laughs> just watch me, you morons. Nanamon's mad eyes gleamed red. In that case, we'll go kamikaze, Edamon urged his men. Of course, Edamon only meant for his subordinates to go kill themselves. Controlled by the black cables and without a will of their own, the Digimon did as they were ordered to and began their final charge towards the pyramid. What? What's that? Mimi screamed, having turned around because they noticed something flash from behind them. Something, something huge, was coming flying towards them at low altitude. Is it the enemy? No, look closer! What came flying out of the whirling sand was a large orange dinosaur with half of its body transformed into machine. The giant wings on its back spread out into a horizontal plane and it came flying towards them like a majestic sight. It, it looked similar to Greymon. It, is, is that Greymon's real perfect level? At that moment, the unknown Digimon opened up the hatch on its chest and shot something out of it. It was two missiles that flew swiftly over the heads of Joe and the others that were looking on, trailing white smokes as they headed straight for the pyramid. Wow! Riding on top of Metal Greymon's shoulder, Taichi couldn't hide his glee as he saw the destructive power of Metal Greymon's Giga Destroyer, which opened up a large hole in the side of the pyramid with just a single blast. All right, we're going to jump in there. Okay, Taichi, you stay hidden within my arm. Okay? Metal Greymon had a left arm that was just mechanically transfigured 
from the shoulder down, and Taichi jumped down onto its palm. Pulling his left hand closer to his belly, Metal Greymon thrusted himself into the pyramid head first without losing speed. The passageway through the pyramid was neither wide nor tall enough for Metal Greymon's gigantic form to fit through, but he didn't care. While the ceiling and both sides of the walls fell to pieces around him, he headed to the room that Nanamon and Sora were in. The alarms clanged noisily, but Nanamon was not paying attention. The wall of fire security system was much more interesting to him. His intent to outwit so far had all been anticipated and blocked. At this rate, even if he did open up the wall of fire, it would only last for an instant. Piece of shit! The machine monster spat out a dirty word. Take less! Nanamon pushed the turnkey that could make or break the outcome. Ever since the universe was made, the wall of fire had never paused blowing out an incessant stream of red-hot flames and corona. Now, changed into a black hole for the fraction of a second, the voice that could be heard on the other end of the hole sounded as if the anger, hatred and resentment that swirled throughout the entire universe had been gathered up and put into the large cauldron that one whole Milky Way could easily fit into. Then left to simmer for millions and millions of years until it became a concentrated jellied mass. That sort of voice. The wall of fire function was only down for an instant, but apparently that was more than enough. Ha 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 A laugh that seeped with eeriness and apathy. That laugh went through the wall of fire system and reached Nanomon's computer. Ha 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 Hearing that voice coming from the monitor, Sora felt sharp chills running through her spine. Who, whose voice is that? The voice wasn't the only thing that was wrong with the computer. All processes that it was running were forcibly ended and the monitor turned pitch black. In its place loaded a program that Nanamon didn't remember creating. A strange polyhedron shape covered with metal chains shaped like a DNA helix spinning around that showed up on the monitor and it began to run. What's going on? Nanamon didn't appear to know the answer to Sora's question either because he began frantically inspecting the computer cables. It was then that, with a tremendous force that crumbled the wall down, Metal Greymon's head came crashing through. We're here to save you, Sora! Taichi jumped out from within Metal Greymon's metal left hand and ran towards her. Attacks in the pyramid stopped instantly. What happened? Mimi asked, looking uneasy, but no one could provide an answer. Even if they could, the others were more concerned about other questions such as what happened to the new Digimon that looks so similar to Greymon after he jumped into the pyramid? Did this stop function occur because the Digimon had taken down Nanamon? Or were they in the middle of fighting? There were just so many things they wanted to know. Let's go inside, Goemon said. As if taken up by that momentum, the normally cautious Joe said, Yeah, let's do it. He turned towards the pyramid as if to run towards it, but Tentamon stopped in front of him. Hold it! Edamon is in the pyramid right now! Nanamon was putting all of his concentration in restoring the computer that had gone haywire. So he had his back turned when Taichi arrived to save Sora. Taichi saw the cuffs on Sora's wrists and exchanged looks with Metal Greymon. Thudding as he walked, Metal Greymon only slightly grazed a pointy steel claw from his left hand onto his, the chains, cutting them apart. Hi, Taichi said as Sora rubbed her wrists. Ah, uh, well, we made it to perfect level, Metal Greymon. He felt that there was a ton of other things that should be said, but at the moment, 
Those were the only words that Taiji could muster up to express his gratitude towards Sora. However, there wasn't even time to add more. Ooh, ki 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 ki! Thanks to the halt on the pyramid's security system, Edamon came flying in easily. The children are here, and so is Nanamon. Now, who should I start with first? Edamon spoke as a way of a threat, but Nanamon didn't even notice that he had arrived. Seeming to mistake that Nanamon was making fun of him, Edamon cried out, Gee, I'll start with you! That moment that he grabbed Nanamon from behind, it happened. A double helix of chains shot out from within the computer screen and wrapped around Nanamon and Edamon, dragging them both back through the monitor. What, what happened? Both Taichi and Sora could only look on with wide eyes at the emptiness where the Digimon had been, unable to comprehend themselves at what just happened. Just then, the monitor started crumpling into itself, as if an invisible person was hitting it, with all their strength with an invisible hammer. Before long, the computer was crushed down by that unseeable, superhuman strength. From the spot where the computer had once been floated a silently large jet black sphere. What is that? Taichi said, not expecting an answer, but Sora's lip quivered, a look of disbelief on her face. It, it could be... It could be what? A black hole? Sora ended weakly, her face white. Black hole? A wind suddenly blew. It was quiet at first, and then accelerated stronger and more violently. What's more, it wasn't blowing from somewhere but trying to suck it in. Just like how it had sucked up the computer, Edamon and Nanamon into the small black sphere. We gotta get out of here, Sora cried out. Her voice was close to a desperate scream. The entire pyramid looked warped, as if it was being seen through a convex lens. Joe blinked his eyes rapidly, thinking that it was due to the heat haze. Just then, one of the pyramid's walls exploded from the inside, and he saw the giant cyborg dinosaur that had jumped into the pyramid earlier come out of the fumes. It's Taichi and Sorokun! Just as Joe said, Taichi and Sora were riding on the cyborg dinosaur's shoulders. The two of them appeared to be shouting something at them. Behind them, the fumes of the explosion looked like they were being sucked in by a ventilation fan because they were being pulled towards the pyramid. The inner side of the pyramid began to cave inwards. What? what what's going on? Paralysed with horror as they stood in the desert, Yamato and the others watched in confusion as the pyramid disintegrated from within. Metal Greymon landed lightly next to them. We're in trouble! It's a black hole! Yamato still didn't seem to get it because he said dazedly, A black hole? What the heck did you guys do? But Koshiro quickly understood that now was not the time for questions and said, For the time being, let, let's get as far away from here as we can before we end up getting dragged in as well. I'm, I'm not sure how far we should run to be considered safe, but... To the bunker, Taichi ordered without delay. Takuru is with a Digimon called Piccolomon. He'll make a barrier for us that'll protect us. None of the others understood what he meant, but Taichi's voice and expression were so full of conviction that they all obeyed him immediately. Anyway, let's go. None of them dared to look back. If they did, they just might die because of it. Once they got sucked into the black hole, they were done for. After some time, the crunching sounds of the pyramid breaking down stopped completely. It must not have been big enough to fill the black hole's bottomless stomach. The military bunker was almost within reach. Having arrived ahead with Metal Greymon, both Taichi and Sora waved their arms furiously, urging the others to hurry up. Suddenly, a shadow fell around Yamato and the others. There hadn't been a cloud in the sky earlier, so why? Taichi called for Metal Greymon, who lent his shoulder for Taichi to ride on. 
With a grim, determined look on his face, Metal Greymon spread his wings and took off with one mighty flap like a Harrier jet. The sound of something crashing with something else was heard above the skies. That was when Yamato and the others heard the first Uki and learned that Edamon, having made a miraculous escape from death in the black hole, had been chasing them above their heads. Although he was still alive, Edamon's appearance had not stayed the same. He still had the upper half of his body, but his lower half had fused with a ball of material that was made from pieces of scrap iron. They probably came from the ruins of the pyramid. Maybe there was even pieces of Nanamon mixed in. Trident arm! Metal Greymon's metal arm whipped out like a harpoon from the whaling ship. The pointed metal claws pierced Edamon's abdominal area, making such a large hole that the blue sky could be seen through it. What the hell? Edamon stared at the hole in his stomach as if he couldn't believe it was there. I'm a superstar! I can't just die here! Picklemon was waiting for Yamato and the others at the bunker, chanting a spell and waving his spear. With a single flick when they arrived. At the very instant, a barrier rose up around the children, although no visible change could be seen of their surroundings. Only the black hole's greedy inhaling breath disappeared there. Taichi, that's enough, get back! If you stay there, you'll get sucked in! The children and all the other Digimon didn't care that Taichi and Metal Greymon were holding a rather spectacular battle up in the air. Every one of them believed that their voice would reach them. This is bad, pee! Seeing the distortions of the black hole get bigger and bigger, Piccolomon grimaced. He was worried about Metal Greymon as well, but he was uneasy that his barrier would not be able to withstand the unbelievable pulling power. This was the first time in his life that he'd ever encountered a black hole, so he wasn't sure what exactly would happen. Please die and go away soon, pee! All he could do was pray. Metal Greymon, that's enough, let's get out of here, Taichi shouted, seeing the distortions of the black hole behind Edamon growing bigger. Okay! Metal Greymon was about to do as Taichi said, when Edamon grabbed at Metal Greymon's left leg with both of his arms and bit down hard. It seemed like he still wished to fight despite the circumstances. Let go! Metal Greymon tried to sweep Edamon off with his tail, but Edamon prepared to never let go, even if it meant dying in the process. Even if it means being sucked into the black hole too. Edamon whispered with wretched determination inside his own heart. Ah, everyone said at the same time. Metal Greymon had launched his Giga Destroy at point-blank range towards Edamon, who was clinging by his teeth onto Metal Greymon's left leg. Edamon was blown away, getting sucked in along with the blast into the distortions of the black hole. But it also backfired. The energy of the missile's explosion increased the black hole's appetite, automatically swelling the ball of distortion so that it surrounded Metal Greymon completely. No one could say anything. They were afraid to say it. If they said it out loud, it would mean they had to accept it. And they didn't want to accept it. They wanted to believe that it was the trick of the eyes. As if the hunger of the black hole was satisfied from the last prey that it had swallowed, it shrunk rapidly and disappeared. But nowhere against the returning calmness of the blue sky could they see either Taichi or Metal Greymon anywhere. So that was the twelfth part of our Digimon Adventure novel reading. And that's pretty cool how all of a sudden we're getting Apoclemon in a third of the way into the show, that's pretty cool. We actually get some hint of a Pokemon. Well, not so much a hint as we get to basically hear him. So that's pretty cool. Of course, thanks to Onke for providing these translations, which will be all linked in the description for you to read along if you wish. 
And there's other stuff linked in the description too, such as our Redbubble, where you can get more than just shirts there too. You can contact us on Stay Updated. You can email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail. Or you can comment on this episode on our website, which is lostintranslationmon.com. And on our website, you can vote in polls, check out our lease schedule, and our blog posts. You can follow us on at Translation on Twitter, and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will, and a Reddit thread in the Digimon subreddit. And we would appreciate if you would view us on any podcast listening app that you use, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever. Because we hear that ratings really assist people finding out about the podcast, and it'd be cool to get some new people listening to. It's good. It's great to have old people, but it's good to have new people. It's, it's just nice to have listens. It's, it's fun. And as I mentioned before, we have a website. You can donate to our Patreon within the description from as little as a dollar a month, and that gets you access to a listener Discord server. But there are higher levels of more rewards, such as notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon: Joe, Anime Guy, who's Anime Guy Kurosaki One on YouTube; Stephen Reeves, who is Wildwing64 on Archive Our Own. Kaidawashi, Chisai, who you can follow on Tumblr at Chisai236, Kyle, Tom, Lismet, who's a Lekmon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Spiral, Keith from a computer podcast on the internet, Magnus, and Himi. You can also make one promotion on our PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Adramon. And you can also donate to me on coffee, which is ko-fi.com slash airdra. So thanks for listening. Thanks to OnK for the translations. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.